Howdy folks, this is The Good Speaking. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok. Enjoy the gold. This movie is ridiculous. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Been waiting, been waiting a week to bust out that that pun. <laughs> that that point, that one definitely lost us some subs. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Whoever's left after that statement to the Good, the Bad, and the Boys podcast. Wow. We are your hosts. I'm Taryn. I'm Isaac, and uh, we are continuing. The legacy of Richard B. Riddick himself. The Chronicle. His Chronicles, yes. Yeah, the, the legacy, the saga. What Pitch of... Black has started and where we are at now. And it's not good. What Pitch Black it's has not, started and what Chronicles of Riddick should have finished. Here we are. <laughs> the sequel uh. to 2000's Pitch Black. We have another movie, unfortunately, made. Four years Chronicles later. of Riddick came out in 2004, four years later. Same director. Uh, Same director, which I don't and, understand, but yes. Um. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and we were Richard B. Riddick yeah. is back. Ben Diesel, baby. Yeah. He is. He got more ripped for it. He did. He was pretty, he was pretty fit in pitch black, and then this one he's fucking muscly as. Only wears tank tops. Bald head, goggles. <laughs> yeah. Riddick. <laughs> so this this one was also, I don't know about recommended, but it was mentioned on the Facebook group. We are taking recommendations for movies, or if you want to just talk about anything pop culture related, really, hit us up. Uh, we got a group made for it, yeah. The Good, The Bad, and The Boys on Facebook, or just comment under any one of our social media posts, Facebook, Absolutely. Instagram, etc. That's how we got to where we are now, talking about Chronicles of Riddick. So thank you for the suggestions. Here People we are. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, but yes. So thanks to our <laughs> lovely fans, we got Chronicles of Riddick and Howard the Duck. So both of those were <laughs> were brought up by the Facebook just group. Absolute so gems. If you guys hate us, just tell me. Just say just it. Say you it. know, if you want me to suffer. Say it to our face. Just, just come out with it stop recommending <laughs> actually keep recommending it but just be honest you know be honest while you're doing it right you hate us the most entertaining episodes for you are the ones where you could tell they've i'm broken and ruined pressed <laughs> but chronicles of riddick that certainly brought it there so when does it take place five years after five years yeah before this Black. we had the anime series dark fury which was really cool I don't think I appreciated it as much I'd back in the day because I wasn't a Dark weeb Fury. yet. Didn't uh, didn't a weeb yet? <laughs> yeah, I was a, still a high school freshman. I didn't, you know, I didn't didn't appreciate some of the anime art and some the anime shows back in the, the day. Art. Isaac didn't learn the the true passion. His passion for waifus was not yet ignited. <laughs> no, it was it was as not, it would not be yet. <laughs> out in. Out in the hills. Right, exactly. I, wow, I've, I'm a changed man. But yes, uh, <laughs> thank you, Japan. Quarantine hadn't <laughs> happened yet, so we were still able to go outside and meet like real girls instead of just cartoon ones. But now, you know, a year in, it's all about them waifus, baby. <laughs> yes. But yeah, great. That was a great film. I, I loved it. Um, loved the art style for a universe, a world like Riddick. Um, unfortunately, it did have Easter eggs uh, from Chronicles, uh, which was really disgusting uh, to revisit. Um, but uh, but which otherwise, one, which it was one really came cool. Out first? Chronicles, or which one came out first? Like um, oh, Dark Fury takes yeah, place. Yeah, they came out the this. same. One? They they came out the same year. Dark Fury and Chronicles was both in two thousand four. Dark Fury came out um, June fifteenth, so they both kind of came out around the same time. June eleventh was the main Chronicles of Riddick, and then June eighteenth was Dark Fury. So they were like back okay. to back. So almost. Chronicles of Riddick. Definitely was at least in production. They knew what it was going to be about. They yeah. knew 
they knew just what the they fuck did. they were doing. And and they kept the and same they made dark some theory. of the same actors too. They uh even even Jack from the first pitch black, they used the same actress, I believe. Vin Diesel didn't do it. He couldn't uh, he couldn't be fucked to come back. Fucked to come back. Oh no, dark he's theory. back. He's back for he's back he for He did more. the voice. Um Oh no, you said Vin Diesel? Yeah, Vin Diesel, Riddick. Did he do the voice of Riddick in Dark Fury? Oh no, no, yeah, he did. Yeah. Dark Fury. Oh, okay. You said some of the actors and <laughs> Oh, sorry. Oh. I was talking about Chronicles. I thought you just <laughs> meant like just Jack came back. No. I was like, oh, Riddick couldn't be fucked to be in his own <laughs> movie. <laughs> I was like, damn. No, in Dark Fury and Chronicles, I believe it is the same actors from Pitch Black. Even a mom, uh yeah. Okay. I, yeah, <laughs> everyone is back. Everyone is actors. back for Chronicles and Dark Fury. In Pitch Black. <laughs> oh, uh, from God. Pitch Black, yeah. So, yeah, Dark Fury and then Chronicles. So, they yeah, they came out same year and uh, gives a little context to this world. Dude, it gives context to to everything. Pretty Chronicles much, yeah. Chronicles of it, it gives the, yeah, to the, the, the entirety of, of Reddick, which was... Dumped in. It's really stupid. Um... <laughs> I don't know. So what um, is what is Chronicles of Riddick about? Where Dark Fury left off, Riddick, Imam, and and Jack had escaped on a spaceship. They left the alien planet. They did. They said they would, you know, um, just go hitchhike the galaxy. Dark whatever, Fury. They get uh, they they get kidnapped by this like high mercenary like mob boss who like freezes people in stasis like they're they're actually alive but like it's all these like criminals throughout the galaxy she, she has like a bunch of statues of them and they're all still like so they, their the brain hut. yeah it's like job of the hut it's like yeah it's pretty much like carbonite they're all just frozen in carbonite um and displayed in their warrior poses and whatnot and i don't know i don't know her, her whole spiel is very weird where she thinks it's artistic that these criminals are trying to make a statement about something in their line of work. So she's like, I'm giving them an audience, you know, I'm freezing them as they are. And I admire them as art pieces, very twisted. She has like a whole cryogenic, um, just armada of mercenaries. Um, and yeah, pretty much prisoners and mercenaries, mercenaries contracted for years under her to like, yeah, find these criminals for her to display um riddick gets caught up in that that's where they get picked up after that planet kind of interesting it's cool anime fun stylistic um but unfortunately yeah uh they have furia uh, riddick's uh home planet furia they have furians (laughs) that are cryogenic that are frozen they made a nod to that they also have um the Merc in the first part of Chronicles that also makes an appearance. This is like his first time facing off Riddick, I think, is in Dark Fury. And then he comes back to haunt him in Chronicles at, at that ice planet in the beginning. <laughs> so little nods to Chronicles that I didn't like. But yes, um, but otherwise Dark Fury <laughs> was pretty cool. And then, yeah, then we get to Chronicles. Which one did you watch first? Uh, I watched I watched it in order. Like you. Okay. When my dad introduced it, I, I watched them all in chronological order. Went Pitch Black, Dark Fury, and then Chronicles. And I, sl- yeah, it, okay. it was just a nice descend of <laughs> my experience <laughs> of with quality. Reddick. Of quality, yeah. So, yes. So, that was that was my experience with it. And then, yeah, Chronicles came along, and I was like, oh, what, what happened? What, what's going on? <laughs> I, I think don't that could be said about every movie in this franchise is pretty good movie. Unfortunately, relates to Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even Riddick itself too. The director's cut. Even, it, it just even it sucks. Even. <laughs> but yes, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll talk about Riddick, but that one kind of goes out of its way to just like delete Chronicles yeah. and just go back to basics. Go back to the basics with yeah, them. We black. spend maybe ten minutes. Yeah, within the Chronicles, you know, being relevant, and then yeah, and then, and then it no, just no. completely back disregards it. it. But yes, uh, but Chronicles. Yeah. yeah. So, so Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to go through the synopsis, What the fuck is it. Chronicles of Riddick? We do? All right. Well, so Chronicles of Riddick uh, is an absolute fucking madness. Pitch Black, a fun sci-fi horror movie. Riddick is, uh, you know, he's a criminal with fancy eyes. And that's about all he has going to him. You know, he's, he's got his development during that. He's, you know, more than meets the eye, regains humanity, et cetera, et cetera. Where we... Where we find him in Chronicles of Riddick, 
Uh, he's back on some desolate ass fucking world, just living like <laughs> an animal again. So I guess he learned nothing. Yeah. Uh, first thing he does is he mercs two people. There's like yeah, the whole first sequence is bounty hunters coming after him. He just kills two of them instantly. We're like, okay, Riddick is he's back to killing. He doesn't care anymore. He learned nothing from Dark <laughs> from Pitch Black. <laughs> uh, and then it just gets really weird. There's an opening monologue with. Is it Judy Dench, right? Oh yeah, Judy Dench. Yeah, she's yeah. in it. Yeah, she's Judy one of, like, Dench the... is in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> she gives an opening monologue that's like it's weird as fuck. So it establishes the whole universe. You know, big place is currently under siege by something called the Necromongers. Yeah. And if that sounds like something out of like a weird two thousands video game, uh, if whatever you're picturing. <laughs> It's ten times yes. cringier. <laughs> they are weird as I. So they're like this it's interstellar, unstoppable death cult who are just going around making their own pilgrimage, yes. similar to the like religious fun one in the first movie. Of, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're like uh, undergoing this underdark or something. I, I forget what they call it. The under. Yeah, the underdark. under underverse. I believe underverse? it's called. Okay. It's at the edge of the universe. They're trying to get there. And so that they can all die and like ascend dimensions. Uh, but they, they just have to be dicks about it because of course. So every planet they see on the way, they either yeah. convert or kill everyone into joining their armada. Yeah. <laughs> of, of a bit such. of a crusade. Yeah. Which I don't know what the symbolism would be. You know, there's the nice, the nice Mecca pilgrimage in the first one. And then in this one, it's like a holy ass crusade. Yeah. <laughs> Deus vault bitch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So there, there's a lot of myth, mythology, mythological symbolism in both of these movies. Uh, it's just done way, way better in in Pitch Black. So what the the events of this movie are weird as. So Riddick starts out; he's on an ice world. He beats up some mercenaries, and then he goes to New Mecca, the place where Imam wanted to get to in the first yeah. movie. Imam is there. Turns out he was just able to put out a 1.5 million dollar bounty on Riddick's head because he wanted to get him to him so he can talk to him. <laughs> and this is where it gets really weird if it hasn't already if it hasn't already gotten really fucking weird he wants yeah. to talk to him because he believes he's part of some master race called like the Furians which is like some ancient uh. warrior race and then Helen Mirren comes in and she's like a cloud lady she's called an elemental which I'm fine with in this universe this dark future universe there being various variations of human evolution based on weird stuff yeah, the it Lord opens Commander up the world. of the Necromongers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got like crazy, he's got weird like soul powers. He's like a ghost kind of. Helen Mirren is like a, or not Helen Mirren, what the fuck? Judy Dench is like an elemental. So she just like does some shitty CGI where she becomes translucent now and then and kind of looks like air. But otherwise she doesn't do anything. And Riddick is apparently, he lied in the first movie about where he got his, his special eyes. He said he got him in a surgery in prison. Turns out he's part of an elite, the, the, an alpha Furian. I got, I went down the rabbit hole, Isaac, the rabbit hole of oh, Furian man. lore. Oh, wow. Furian, oh man. I also watched the so director's sorry. cut of Chronicles of Riddick. And I, I don't remember more... if I have the director's cut or not. It was like part of the Riddick collection. I, and I just, I can't, I can't sure remember fucking... what I watched back in the day, but yeah. Hope you don't. <laughs> the director's cut adds in weird flashback things where some woman who's like unnamed and just sort of speaks to Riddick in the past is like, will you avenge our dead planet, Riddick? Will you fulfill the prophecy? And in case you guys are lost, this is indeed the sequel to just a regular sci-fi horror movie <laughs> about regular people Riddick got Vader. in the desert. He got Anakin Riddick Skywalker. Got he got the chosen the one prophecy. On. Uh, he got prophesied. Wow. Oof. So, yeah, Riddick is apparently destined to kill the commander of this necromonger army who is just poning the universe right now. He's dabbing on these hoes. He's just, like, nuking planets and shit. It's like some fucking Imperium of Man running around, <laughs> killing everybody. Yeah. And then Riddick decides, nah, fuck that. I'm actually going to go see Jack in prison. Uh, Jack has gone to the prison that Riddick was in. Because in the first movie, Jack tried to emulate Riddick because she thought he was cool. You know, she shaved her head. She put on some goggles. Turns out um, 
she really went off the rails after that she movie. She really did. There was a fun little monologue, their banter back and forth in the first one. She's like, where can I get eyes like that? He's like, oh, you got to kill a few people. Something, something, family, family. Yeah. And she's like, ooh. <laughs> and he's like, then you got to go to family. prison, family, family. <laughs> and you got to, I trade 20 menthols to a surgeon to give me a little eye shine, family, family, cars. So Riddick goes to prison. And that's. There's, oh, Jesus fuck! I don't know what to make of this movie. Yeah, so the whole which, first third uh, is what sorry, I just going said. Going back to Dark second... Fury, just with Dark her whole spiral, Fury. they kind of hinted at this rendition of Jack, uh, where she does end up killing a couple people at the last minute when they're trying to escape that merchant mercenary vessel, and and then she's in the hmm. the cockpit um, of the ship, or she's in like you know she's just laying down. And she's like having night terrors and she's like clinging onto her own gun. So I don't know if that was like trying to um, justify with how they handled her character in this, but where she's like going just spiraling into like this really moody. Dark Fury killer. sounds like a reasonable next step for a 13 year old child who just had to kill people <laughs> that they would be terrified yeah. of it. I don't know how after that she would just go straight into trying to be exactly like the really fucked up man right. <laughs> who did all these things. And who lives a life like this if she just hates it so much. But um, you know what? Whatever. Whatever. That's the first <laughs> third of the movie. We're here. The second third <laughs> of the movie is like a prison break on this planet uh, that Riddick was previously imprisoned on and who said he got his eye shine from. He goes and he finds her in there because she went there to go get one herself. <laughs> Turns out he's full of shit. Uh, and I guess she's just been stuck there for like five years. So she's pissed, but she gets over it after like five fucking minutes. So that's that's something. Yeah. And then the last third of the movie is like some Jungian quest for for like justice <laughs> to go kill the anyone whose name is the fucking Lord Commander, you know, it's just a joke. Yeah. And Vaco. and that that's Chronicles of Riddick. It is Yeah. There are zero Urban's horror in elements. Carl Urban's in it. <laughs> Judy Which Dench. He is literally in beat. this movie. Imagine his Scourge character in Thor Ragnarok mixed with his Lord of the Rings character. That's that's what you get in this. He's literally the same. Pretty much. He's, like and he's got a fat fucking mullet in this movie. It is a <laughs> big old motherfucker. Uh, it is you know, props to Carl Urban. He, he committed this whole series to like continue with Vogue. Like he, you know, he, he ended up in uh, the director's cut of Riddick. I, I give props to Carl Urban. He seems like a, a cool guy. He's really committed to his roles, like even with Dread. Yes, he, he goes all in. He, you know, he was fine with not showing his face the entire movie. Like he's committed, even with like Star Trek series. Like he loves Star Trek. He's just really committed. He wants what's best for these series that he's in. So props to him. Yeah, I'm just does. so sorry I had to he be does. in he's... this. <laughs> 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 it resulted in that fucking haircut. Yeah. Guys, I have a confession that I'm going to make that may get my movie watcher card taken away. Oof. I was for about a decade convinced because I couldn't be fucked to look up the name that Carl Urban was the love interest guy in Mamma Mia, the movie. What? <laughs> I don't see, even know who the love interest Mama in Mia? is. Wait a minute. No, I I, I haven't it, seen it all the way through. I, I, I saw the scene where Pierce up. Brosnan sings and I almost died. Not not the dads, the girl that um a man the guy that Amanda Seyfried is is yeah. you know her, the the husband to be. Oh yeah. Um you thought he that looks was like Carl Carl Urban. <laughs> Urban. His name's Dominic Cooper. Oh he's not Carl Urban. Oh <laughs> but I really thought that he was. <laughs> and so, so watching Chronicles you just thought it was the Mamma Mia. <laughs> I I, I learned like last year that this was not the case. Oh, gotcha. I watched like Judge Dredd or something, and I was like, "Wow, this guy has done everything from Lord of the Rings to The Boys to, <laughs> to <laughs> Judge Mama Dredd Mia. to Mamma Mia." <laughs> and I, I don't think Carl I Urban could be Mia again. I was like, "Star and Mamma Mia." <laughs> um, that, that's I hilarious. Just, I'm just glad we cleared that up yeah. before you know, it, just in case the podcast like got famous and we started. And we started getting like celebrity interviews and we get Carl Urban on here. Yeah. And we're talking about something. I was like, I loved you in Mamma Mia, <laughs> yeah. Carl Urban. He's like, Carl what the what, fuck? What? What? <laughs> Carl Urban just like leaves. He's like, I, I think I'm in the wrong place. Sorry. He just walks out. He's like, you guys know what you're fucking talking about. But now <laughs> that I've um, completely illegitimized everything I say for the remainder of the episode. <laughs> Chronicles of Riddick. Chronicles Was of Riddick. there anything... You liked about 
this movie? Um, liked. Um, I would say that again. Um, yeah, I I don't mind the world building. Um, I think it adds to the universe. Um, of Riddick and. Of course, the action is always fun in these movies, uh, even though some of it's kind of weird, especially at the end. It's like some weird superpower-powered fight. It's kind of weird. But, um, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's like ghost powers. Yeah, the ghost pa- Yeah, some elemental bullshit. But yeah, I this this movie is very hard to, to find things I liked. I loved the return of the characters. But again, they got disserviced and, um, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't understand this movie at all. And I don't understand how they went from pitch black to this. Uh, and it was the same director too, which I'm very disappointed. And he's he's actually involved in all of the, I think all the movies. And yeah, it's just, it's weird that there's a weird disjointed tone of the series and vision it is. of it. Um, I just, I absolutely hate that Riddick is this prophesized chosen one, even a Furian, like this master race. I, I don't know. I, I, this master race. I just like Riddick. I always perceived him as just like this low life criminal guy getting stuck in, you know, getting stuck in the events of a larger universe, you know, where he really is just a nobody, you know? Yeah ex-spec ops he really did criminal get surgery scum. on his eyes you know he's a criminal yeah he's he's a prisoner he's kind of a yeah scumbag nobody kind of making his way in the universe trying to fight for a name for himself you know richard b riddick richard b riddick he's trying to you know survive this deadly right. universe and set himself apart from the monotony of this like mercenary world that he's in and but no, he's a he's a alien super human uh, chosen one necromon. He had I don't know I I wouldn't mind if he was caught up in this necromonger plot if it wasn't central to him, you know, like he just got caught up in it. There, maybe there was a chosen one person that he had to like protect. He was hired to protect, or he was you know. Um, I wouldn't mind if he if got like caught up in the events. Galactic. Just, War was just a backdrop for the right. events of Riddick, where it's, you know, like surviving on planets, dodging mercenaries and whatnot. Exactly. They're just like another faction looking for him. That's some good world building. It's cool. Making him like the central chosen one of that. It's a horrible. And, and I'm sorry, you know, that's, <laughs> I think that's also where the prequels of Star Wars kind of went wrong was to make Darth Vader something he wasn't, you know, um, mm-hmm. in the first place. He was just an Imperial agent, ex Jedi. You didn't really need to make him space Jesus, but here we are, you know. Space Jesus. Um, and here we are with Riddick, too. It's the same thing. <laughs> and the prequels is some of my favorite in the series. I think the Clone Wars is my favorite era yeah. by far. And it's cool. Um, it's cool to the, expand yeah, on the Anakin's Republic. Yeah. place in it is just kind of weird. It, this, yeah, like, Jesus it is. Figure, and it kind of doesn't make any sense, really, in, in some regards. And same with Riddick. It's just like, what? Why? Why is he that why do we have to make him that why Why can't he why can't he just be (laughs) you know less is more you know let's let's bring in the subtlety of riddick as we saw he's just a nobody black yeah pitch black was the ultimate example of less is more the set for the whole second half of the movie was reduced to you know like a five foot radius because it was just candlelight pretty much and glow sticks and flares and that was it. And that was where the tension came from. Yeah, I, I, I just hated that. And then I hate just his relationship with Jack, too. I don't know. It, it just that, that it felt weird. weird. I like, saw him as like, he was, yeah, because he's a lot older than her. Yeah. And I originally saw them as like, a, he was like a cool uncle. Like a cool yeah, exactly. older brother. Something. Like an edgy. And he was like, in Malcolm in the Middle, he would be Francis and she would be like Dewey or something. Yeah. Like he's just a little like fuck up memer but to you know to her he's like a mythic figure yeah and then the whole second movie is like he is to the universe what is you know he was to the perspective of a 13 year old child he saved it is yeah it's weird yeah it just but there is there is some stuff that i did like in chronicles i got like jupiter ascending vibes from it have you ever seen (laughs) jupiter ascending uh a little bit of it it looked it, yeah, I, I saw a couple clips and I was like, nah, I, I don't. 
nah. I, I yeah. had high hopes for Jupiter Ascending because it did seem like Fifth Element, and I was mm-hmm. kind of excited about it. But but then, yeah, I watched a couple clips. and was like, all right, I, I think I'm going to check out for that one. Yeah, I would love a more, you know, a modern version of that kind of dark sci-fi world uh, that we saw in a lot of, um, you know, late, late uh, 20th century movies. Mm-hmm. Just sort of like a, you know, a little glow up of those. I really like that kind of setting. And it'd be awesome to see something like that. Um, so I like the setting a lot. I think my favorite part was the set design in this set and character design and um, and just production value. The movie Pitch Black, like we said in the last episode, had a budget of $23 million, So pretty low for, mm-hmm. a, for, you know, like a studio produced movie. Uh, it made $53 million, So it made over half or it made double its money back. Chronicles of Riddick had a budget of upwards of like $120 million. <laughs> They no excuses. What is it? Yeah, they like more than quadrupled the budget yeah, for Chronicles. No of excuse for it to be the way it is right now. But yeah, but and I mean, you can it tell. Did make more money. Yeah, it did not make as much money as it spent. The box yeah. office globally was like 115 million total. So Chronicles was kind of a flop. <laughs> yeah, and I, I mean, yeah, the production but, yeah. value is high. It's, I mean, it is a good-looking film. I, I, I mean, yeah, even the costume really designs, you know, the world designs, it's cool. Um, I but, love the world designs. That was hella cool. I like the ice world where it's like all the yeah. cracks and stuff, and he's running across them. Yeah, that was planet, a cool sequence. It was fun. Uh, yeah. Planet the prison is on, where it's like Mercury, where the dark side is like negative three hundred, and the oh yeah, the light side is like seven hundred degrees, and they gotta outrun the sunrise so they don't get fucking vaporized (laughs) that was awesome it was cool yeah love that that was really cool i liked um i like new mecca where it just kind of shows you know that kind of like arabic city but in the future yeah the future version of that i thought that looked great version of it yeah that's cool and then and and to have the the zealot you know the zealotry and the you know the crusading to be centered in that it's it's very symbolic of you know some of our own historical events bring the crusade yeah it's a very medieval crusade the necromongers even they are like a future sci-fi, but it's a very like dark gothic style. Yeah. Like sort of that that dark ages Europe sort of style. Yeah. Um, and that looked really Which is cool. cool. Yeah. They were, they were cool. It was cheesy. It definitely still maintained that uh, that 2000s sci-fi setting, yeah. like the very blocky technology and whatnot. Yeah. It, it was kind it of all like blended the, well. the Borgs, you know, and new generation Star Trek. It, yeah. You know, it had, it had, it, there's some goofy, you know, uh, little the heightened. from like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a Halo 1 or like yeah. Aliens <laughs> where they're just like really bulky. Right. Stuff like that. But exactly. yeah, it's just nostalgia at this point. It's, it's endearing. I'm sure like 50 years from now, People are going to look at, you know, the futuristic sci-fi movies that we've put out, you know, in our heyday. Passengers. What's that one with Tom Cruise? Oblivion. Where all oh, the technology yeah. is like really sleek and white and, and yeah, stuff like that. Very and they're going to be like, that's not what the fucking future is going <laughs> to look like. It's, it's dumbass. Yeah, they're going to. Yeah, exactly. So, we're, we're kind of we're we are limited on the time frame that we are living in. Yeah, we we so, also project that product to the of future. the time. Yeah, exactly. it's like it steampunk is, is its own you know, sub genre, not genre, but its own aesthetic now. And that yeah. was just what, you know, 19th century people thought the future would look like stuff like that. So I, I like that kind of aesthetic. I yeah, think it's good. a nice nostalgic throwback. And I think the set design looks so good. All the characters are like really greasy, sweaty and gross, especially when they get into like prison and stuff. Yeah, All the people down there. Yeah. Although the dogs, I mean, they're, it's very early 2000s CGI, but it's the, still, yeah, it's still CGI. cool. You know, we get, you know, we get <laughs> little alien dogs. creatures. It's fun. World building. Fun, fun times. Yeah, you get to see alien creatures. So stuff like that. I just think it was too much. It was too much thrown out all at once. Yeah. I think, like you said, Riddick should have started out as like just sort of a, you know, the underbelly of this world is, you know, kind of the what where Riddick lives. Bounty hunters, criminals, prison. I just, I, I think there needs to be a centered... It's a little too exaggerated or too like yeah, again, I want that mercenary, like underworld, <laughs> like human, you know, gritty you know, I I don't want like this heightened, you know, I I don't know, goofy, yeah, crusade like where it's like half human, half dead people. I don't know. It's just I think it's just too much. <laughs> it's it's not what Riddick is about. No. And 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 that's the thing. This is like halfway through the franchise. This should, if he was really a chosen one, 
persona. This should be happening way farther along the franchise. They yeah. just threw they threw up everything all at once, and it was just like, whoa. They blew their load. What the hell? They really did. Uh, where do you go uh, from Richard, yeah. you know, being the chosen one? Where do you go after that? You know what I mean? It's like, and again, it kills his sense of mystery and awe. Just what what his mm-hmm. history is, his past, what he's surrounded, you know, or what what he's experienced. There's this element of you know mystery behind him, and now it is completely just dead. Now he's oh he's just a fear. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the one. appeal of the character in Pitch Black was kind of that mystery surrounding that's him, like the, you said, like can he be trusted? Yeah, is he who he says he is, and et cetera, et cetera. The movie tells you one thing, it shows you another thing like that and this movie is bombastic action you know exactly what he's doing what he wants let's pretend for a moment that it's 2004 the only movie we've seen so far is pitch black a sci-fi horror movie if everything that we described that we would have preferred came out and you know you see you hear there's a sequel to pitch black being made it's going to focus on riddick what would you expect it to be would you expect it to be like another sci-fi horror or would you have been? Yeah. Would you have I, been wanting that world building, that that you know, that well, underworld yeah, sort I, of? I think heist, the caper should have been a blend of both. Where it is, yeah, it's it's a more world building of like the mercenary underworld and underbelly of you know just kind of the scum of the the galaxy, um, and and we get more sense of yeah what Riddick. Riddick's uh, duty is and what his career is, and I would love to see that. Maybe I don't know. Maybe we get a background into his military career. Maybe there's a um, commander, like a rogue commander, that's like targeting like his division of military units, kind of like the Punisher, where you know he's getting caught up in past like political things that he was involved in, and like he's getting targeted mm. for it. Like it'd be cool, like a little political thriller or something like that. And then he's got to confront his past. Like I wouldn't mind that, but don't make him a a, a deity. A god, if you a would. Deity. <laughs> like, come on, that's overkill, you know. So that's that's what I would have expect if I, yeah. Again, if it, you know, back in the day, I heard that and seen Pitch Black, I'd be like, cool, we get to see maybe, you know, Riddick's mercenary line of work, and who knows what he's going to get caught up in, not be the main event, <laughs> you know. What is what is the event mm. he's going to get caught up in? So yeah, I don't. I'm I don't to think know. of other it's, examples uh, where a character it's, it's just from weird. one movie was really, you know, really latched onto by the fans and they just got their own whole spin-off thing uh of like a totally different genre and like where that would it, can you think of anything like where that work uh and like in other movies? Um yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. I I mean what comes to mind is solo, but I I don't know. Uh that's that's a little too obvious. Uh, shoot, I don't I don't know. Uh do you have any I can't think of one off the top of my head right now, but trying to trying to see. It's like TV shows, but yeah, I mean, TV they all shows. have like a much more established world. I, I think what Chronicles of Riddick tried to do was something that's very hard to do, especially yeah. off such a tight knit horror movie as Pitch Black. I can see why maybe no matter what direction they took it, people might have been disappointed in it. I was reading reviews of it, and a lot of them were like, "What the fuck? This is not." you know, the sci-fi tense horror action that I wanted. This yeah. is like a space opera. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is this? It really is. Um, which I, you know, I wouldn't have minded because cause I like that setting and I, I like, you know, what what could have been in that universe with Riddick. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know if Pitch Black was the movie to, to do it with. Yeah, um, agreed. It's just hard because people are going to have expectations for that character. And, you know, they're going to go in with a mindset that it's going to be similar to Pitch Black, it's a sequel to Pitch Black, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And it is not. It is, not, <laughs> it is so off the it's fucking so, rails so weird, compared to yeah. Pitch Black. It is, yeah, totally different tone, totally different genre, totally like, which is what the fuck is going on. It's Riddick. And, and just the character relationships, too, are just changed. Uh, you know, I, I think with Jack. Yeah, those go off. There's even more deifying of Riddick in the director's cut. He has oh, really? like when he's fighting Carl Urban, he has like a flashback. It's like the, it's like uh, when Thor fights Hela in uh, in Ragnarok. Oh yeah, and she's like kicking his ass, and then he has like a vision of Odin, 
he literally does that. He does. He, he <laughs> fucking gets a vi- he gets a vision of like some Furian lady, and she's like, "Avenge our our fucking race!" And then he <laughs> blows up. He he turns into like Kratos. He gets like his Spartan oh, rage. Wow. He literally like shitty CGI blue light surrounds him, and he blows up, <laughs> and he like knocks everyone over, and then he runs away. And like, wow. what the fuck is going on? This guy was nowhere near the badass he is in this movie in pitch black like he was a memer yeah. he was pretty cool he's a he's a pretty badass dude but he wasn't he's like raw, a kick the shit out of six terrible. guys at once yeah kind of guy he <laughs> no. his rival in pitch black was the mercenary guy johns and johns won almost all their fights riddick doesn't even kill him he just gets a good slice on him and slithers away in the darkness and then johns just gets eaten by monsters exactly he and that, and that's the thing and about the yeah that's thing. the thing about riddick is he's very calm calculated Sure, he's he's very muscular, but he he it's it's almost a last resort where he's he just like outthinks his opponents and yeah he doesn't go crazy. Yeah, this usually warrior just outmaneuvers them in the dark and then they just get eaten by something else. <laughs> exactly. He's like a, he's a very neutral character. He's definitely not the Jungian hero taking the hero's journey out to go kill no. evil fucking that is not him. crusader ghost Jesus. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Weird movie. Do you have anything else to say well, about Chronicles? Yeah. Again, <laughs> I, 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 I miss that Jack banter, you know, between them. I think it needed to be way more lighthearted. It could have been a good balance between his this dour prophecy chosen one, Riddick, and Jack, who has emulated his whole life. And she was pretty witty and pitch black and pretty funny. Um, and I, yeah. yeah, she's just stone cold in this one. She's just like, there's no I could see semblance of if you... pitch black. <laughs> I'm just like, what happened to her? If like, she is so like, uh, I don't know. I'm just like, where, where did she go? Like, what happened? Did she really get scarred that bad? Or is she like her so entire movie, personality just what? like gets shifted? I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. I would have loved to see that five years after five years after Pitch Black, right? This movie takes place. Yeah, five years. Say your childhood hero. The you know they tell you that to be like them, you have to go to prison and meet a doctor and get a surgery. And so you go to this inescapable prison. There is no doctor. You get no surgery. You spend five years in a just total shithole on this guy's word. <laughs> he doesn't come back to get you. <laughs> Your life is ruined. <laughs> I mean, that yeah. is a good point. You have nothing. But I guess I'd be in a pretty shit mood. Well, yeah, but but that's 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 why it's just stupid to just have that in general. <laughs> and and I think the events of yeah, Pitch Black scene. and Dark Fury too. Like, she should know that, okay, yeah, Riddick is kind of, sure, he's a little bit fucked up. I, I still I still kind of am fangirling over him just a little bit. Like, I would have liked, like, I don't know, maybe some, like, Batgirl Oracle banter between them or something where she has her own niches. She's, like, she found her own way in the galaxy of what she wants to do with her uh-huh. life and her career um versus riddick you know and 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 the way that they go it would have been fun to just see that i don't i don't think her going back to the planet or to the to the prison planet just to yeah, get his like, same eye. i think that's just stupid it's just stupid that is really <laughs> yeah like she emulates him a bit but she also learns from his mistakes so that where she's like her own thing yeah she and just finds she, her own way like, yeah step by step tries to retrace his life Exactly. So she could be like Riddick. Yeah, exactly. It's and, like, and not it's like a little sibling yeah. who wants what you have because they say it's cool. Exactly. But then they even, you know, even improve upon it and learn from, you know, the older sibling. Yeah, it would have been yeah. so much fun to see that, and we just don't. And it's just stupid. And she's just, just depressed the whole time. And I mean, for good reason, <laughs> again, like you like you said, yeah, with the synopsis, it makes sense. But it's just stupid that that had to be there in the first place. So, anyways, yeah, uh, yeah Chronicles of Riddick, so that's, that's shitty Chronicles and of Riddick. stupid. <laughs> it's don't watch weird. it, skip it. Just like... go to Dark Fury and then just go straight to Riddick, <laughs> and that's that's that. Yeah, <laughs> if you were one of the two people in the world who liked the movie Jupiter Ascending, <laughs> then I guess I'd recommend Chronicles of Riddick. I guess so. Otherwise, if you like that taste in in movies, go for it. This movie is so. Yeah, familiar. if you like. The the John Carter the <laughs> John the, Carter. the Jupiter Ascending yeah. type movies where it's a lot of lore in one movie that establishes a universe that will never be addressed again and it does so poorly the entire time <laughs> with some ridiculous action sequences. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, we got the movie for you, buddy. Got the movie for you. Um, so bonus know, movie. 
Do we, yeah, from this movie, the legacy continues into Riddick, which I think was kind of yeah, a breath could, of fresh air. We talk about bit. Riddick a little bit. I don't have too yeah. much to say I don't, I don't about have any, Riddick. Yeah, I don't it's, have too much either. But uh, yeah. yeah, again, so Riddick, it kind of goes back the, to its you know the roots of Pitch Black, um, where it's more about survival, yes. and which was nice. Um, and, but I did watch the director's cut. So they did have a little bit of Chronicles aftermath, like a little epilogue between him and Vako so, and the, their little fun. assassination attempts, and and then he gets stranded. Fun fact on the about island. Uh, <laughs> or not island planet. Fun fact about Chronicles of Riddick. I almost forgot before we go. Uh, Vin Diesel was offered like I think it was like a million or like one point five million to be in the Tokyo Drift. Or no, it was it was Too Fast, Too Furious. That's the too one. Fast, it was the one he wasn't. Furious. Yeah. The, yeah, so too fast, Which too I didn't furious. Realize Vin Diesel's offered. I haven't been keeping up with that franchise. I I didn't know he oh, didn't make it. A... Yeah, Vin Diesel wasn't in the second one, and I he only had a cameo <laughs> in the third one. I thought he was. He in turned the down series. the second one. Yeah, he turned down one point five million dollars to be in the second one, so that he could get paid fifty thousand dollars to be in Chronicles of Riddick because he wanted to do Chronicles of Riddick more. Vin Diesel is kind of the reason Riddick is still kicking. Because he mm-hmm. wanted to be in Chronicles, so he took a pay cut so he could be in Chronicles because he wanted to do it. Because just like us, I'm pretty sure Riddick is his favorite character too. Yeah. Uh, and then the only reason the 2013 Riddick movie got made is because Vin Diesel and this, the, since they're both from Universal, he, you know, that again, that foundation, that that relationship that was laid out with Pitch Black when Universal swept in and, and saved it. Uh, I believe he he did the Fast Three cameo the Tokyo Drift one, and agreed to come back to the franchise if Riddick got made. Mm. Vin oh, Diesel okay. has been dragging so he's holding, this franchise he's holding like, the just Fast out of the fucking grave. For Riddick, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, okay, nice, well, good. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think Riddick uh, succeeded in its own way. I don't I don't think it really was successful box office-wise, but... Or not it was... Well, it, it did a lot better than Chronicles of Riddick. People... Yeah liked and all the advertisements for it i was watching some of the trailers that came out like 2012 2013 they all very much emphasized the the return to form for riddick it takes place on a desert planet it's about him dodging mercenaries and you know there's spooky aliens and that's i think what people wanted to see out of a pitch black sequel and we got featuring it. riddick so um, this is like this is much more of a pandering to the fans one. They really backpedaled and Universal really backpedaled after the Chronicles of Riddick flop. <laughs> they only they dropped the budget back down to yeah, 38 million. I I really wish I the... I saw the theatrical cut. I that was stupid of me to just have any glimpse of Chronicle aftermath. Um but anyways, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what what is the So in you watch the director's cut. I'm pretty sure I only watched the theatrical <laughs> cut of Riddick. Um yeah. what what extra Chronicles? Where oh, was my well, boy Carl? Is his mullet still in? It's a direct sequel of Chronicles, which I was really hoping it wasn't. I hope it was within the span of five years before, prior <laughs> to Chronicles, but it wasn't. So that was unfortunate. Um, but it really, literally takes place, yeah, directly after where, yeah, he's getting assassinated, or like he's getting the assassination attempts from the Necromongers, and then they finally, you know, um, just cast him on that, the, the planet for Riddick. Um, and then at the end so, of the film, yeah, I should, he comes specify, back to the... <laughs> um, established in Riddick lore in the Chronicles is in the Necromonger religion, you keep what you kill, is what it was. And Riddick mm. kills the Lord Commander of the Necromongers, so he just sort of becomes that role. Yeah, and then starting the out in Riddick yeah. is just... He's the yeah, leader. they don't want him as their leader, so they, everyone's just trying to fucking kill him so that they yeah. can take it. <laughs> and yeah, uh, so I, I just thought I'd clear that up real quick, but continue. Yeah, but yes, um, and then right at the end... Uh, he goes back to the Necromongers after the planet he just escaped from. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, he talks He talks to some of the Necromongers, and, and one of them's like, oh, uh, Vako, uh, Carl Urban's character, uh, yeah, he went into the under underside universe, Underdark. And then it just so, shows Riddick just staring in the viewport just through the black hole of whatever the Underdark is. And I'm like, please... No, do not. No, no. We don't need to yes. go there. Dimension hopping Riddick, no. baby. 
versus not the multiverse Ghost of Riddick. <laughs> Carl Urban, the multiverse of Riddick. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who do you think Carl Urban met in the underverse? Was it Sierra Burgess? Uh, probably. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> the fourth dimensional beings. Oh fourth god, yeah, it all comes back to Burgess every every Margaret single episode from. Uh, from tiny perfect things, the fourth oh dimensional entity in there. Yeah. Giving him the ghost powers to like subjugate a universe. Wow. Maybe Carl yeah, that's, Urban that's is tough. maybe he's the uh the key to usurping Burgess's uh powers or collected powers of the fourth dimension. Dude, she he can fucking try. She's probably gonna grab him by the <laughs> mullet and throw his probably. ass out of there. You must sit probably. on him. Oh, um, man. But yeah, but, that was that was so unfortunate. But just back ending, to Riddick. <laughs> yeah, just and Riddick was great. It was it it went back to its root. I enjoyed it. It was pretty good. Um, there was a just a couple moments where I was like, ah, eh. But um, but yeah, other otherwise, I thought it was a great just return to what Riddick should be uh, until the epilogue, and then I was like, oh no, they're gonna really try to milk the chronicles. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So Riddick starts out. And its only goal for the first five to ten minutes of the movie is making sure the audience knows that this is not Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. <laughs> he starts out, he's running the Necromongers, and he's trying to find his home world of Furia. They end up on a desert planet, and the, his first line is, I forget what it was, is like part of his opening monologue. He's like, oh, it's a family family. I went looking for Furia, and I ended up on a planet that was, and then he smells some sand, and he goes, mm, I tried family. to look for my family. Not Furia. <laughs> <laughs> I went to look for my family <laughs> on Furia, and I ended up on, and then there's a pause, not Furia. Not and then Furia. they attempt to assassinate him. They do drop you, a do cliff think, Do you think there's a correlation between Furia, the name Furia, and Fast and Furious? Do you think this is opening up a Fast and Furious universe, that cinematic universe? Dude, with how Fast and Furious is going, I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. the next entry in the saga is them just, like, drifting through black holes and shit, and like, it's... going to other dimensions. <laughs> He runs into his uh, Fast and Furious counterpart. And wow. I could see that being Vin Diesel's goal. Vin Diesel likes being Riddick way more than he likes being Dominic Toretto, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. So any, you know, any influence he has on the studio where he can just attempt to merge the two <laughs> and then he, he just like, he's just Riddick, but in a car now, I think he'd do it. Yeah, for sure. Which is unfortunate. I could see yeah. it. But yeah, so the Necromongers betray Riddick. One guy drops him off a cliff. They think he's dead. They're like, you keep what you kill. And then they just fuck off. Necromongers, gone. Everything else, gone. Cuts to five years later, Riddick's been living in this desert planet by himself. And they, we, it's, not, it's not the dark world now. It's not the same desert planet. They just put it on a desert so to pander those fans. <laughs> but the, the alien's niche in this one isn't that they're scared of the light. It's that it, it's too dry on the surface. They like live in the mud. I think they're called like mud demons or something. Yeah, and so they only like, come out when it rains. Yeah, which was cool. I, I liked Otherwise the creature design. It was, I mean, it was really a CGI, you know. Yes, uh, pristine CGI, very, but it, very, it was cool design though. Riddick is very glossy. Yeah, it's a very glossy <laughs> movie. It's unfortunately, that, it's, it's that, not as know, gritty as Pitch Black. Glossy CGI, uh, but it's back to being rated R again. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I mentioned, but Chronicles of Riddick is a PG-13 movie, and it's a very PG-13. The action is, again, it's <laughs> like is. fucking John Carter, Jupiter Ascending, and sci-fi action. Not very good. In the first one, the stakes were established through all the horrible ways people die. You see dudes get fucking riddled with asteroids and ripped apart by the monsters. <laughs> Chronicles is just a meme show. You like It's, you know, the kind of action where they flip him over their shoulder, and then that person's, you know, they're dead. They're gone. <laughs> This movie, Riddick fucking just like fucking flaying people. He kicks that machete and it goes through oh, which was so mouth stupid. and it cuts like, his no. head in half. No. No. <laughs> yeah. So he's still a little bit of like the godlike killing machine. Uh, Dave Batista's in it. He cuts Dave Batista in half. It's just crazy shit like that. But it's very much rated R. Back to rated R Riddick, baby. R yeah. as in. Very vulgar. Dick. Very, yeah. It's cool, bro. R and as in Bo Katan. Richard, Richard R. Riddick. Katie Sackoff. She is, yeah. The Jack Ryan villain too the new amazon series it's like the venezuelan mm-hmm. dictator really i mean really good actors uh and yeah uh, i i enjoyed it um yeah again a little too glossy not that gritty pitch black aesthetic unfortunately but uh i, I it liked it reminded it's me a, of the like the 2011 the thing reboot oh yeah it was just oh i guess so yeah. that where it was like technically a sequel but it's pretty much the same story just this time there's mercenaries 
So it's Riddick on a desert world. He's surviving on the planet. Yeah, maybe like, I'm, uh, the, the fans yeah, said they wanted. Maybe it's a deception where I'm just so, um, you know, just tired of the Chronicles <laughs> thing and what they did to my boy, Riddick. Um, and maybe my I'm boy. just like hopelessly grasping for some sense of pitch black. So maybe that's why Riddick I really is like definitely Riddick. better. Riddick is for sure better than Chronicles of Riddick. It is yeah. a return to form. And again, it's just, I, I don't know. I liked it, but it was just kind of like a shittier pitch black. It was pretty much like beat for beat pitch black, but the characters weren't as compelling. I mean, Riddick was there and he's cool, mm-hmm. but otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, they were kind they of surface like level. Now. Yeah, it was much more surface level. It, it was really like was, pitch yeah. black meets aliens. Alien 2, that is, the one where it's a bit more of an action movie. Oh, right. Right, but yeah. otherwise, pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty solid, satisfying. I, I would watch it again. Get your Riddick fix. I, yeah, I would. I would. I would just buy the theatrical cut. Of course, I just leave any, anything out of that. <laughs> that way, you don't have to be reminded. No, yeah. The- <laughs> Which and that is the shittiest part about it is that it's just sandwiched in between that. In between, it begins and ends with Chronicles. <laughs> I was like, why did I watch Chronicles that cut? I should have. I should have known but again very refreshing and yeah but yeah I, anyways yeah any anything else about <laughs> this um, franchise yeah i don't know riddick there's there's not much to say it's just like a whatever version of pitch black it was a little more action-packed um definitely you could tell i think yeah for only having a budget of 10 million more dollars than pitch black it definitely looks like it has a higher budget mm. um i like the the practicals of pitch black more um, you know, us hipster movie reviewers, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah, I yeah. like the, the premise of the darkness more than the present, the premise of the rain. Yeah. Um, so it definitely set the stage for more of like a, a sci-fi action as opposed to a sci-fi horror. Yeah. So if you didn't, if you wanted some more action out of, out of Riddick, but you don't want to suffer through Chronicles of Riddick, <laughs> yeah, then, just, then Riddick is the perfect balance skip for you. over to that one. And, and watch Dark just, Fury just, in between. It's cool. I like Dark Fury. So If you like lore, watch some Dark Fury. Yeah. If you only like lore, I guess watch Chronicles of Riddick, because that's all <laughs> it has to offer. It's just too much uh, lore yeah. at once. Yeah. I never thought I'd true. say the words too much lore at once, but here we are. <laughs> but here we are with the Riddick franchise. With Riddick. All right. <laughs> Well, that's well, a lot of Riddick lore, and I think that'll do it. Uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. I just spent the whole week doing nothing but Riddick-related things. I've yeah. said Riddick, and like, I've well, welcome all to my the fucking, series. If Terry. I go onto Google and I click, all I see is just the name Riddick within a variety of combinations of words. Nice. Uh, I never said the name in my life before this week. Well, so, w- yeah, welcome something. to the fandom, Taryn. You're you're indoctrinated now. Fandom, I'm in now. Part of the Riddick Necromongers. The Necromongers, yeah, you but, did. Yeah. You've been Thanks, resurrected. Steve, for the recommendation. I really enjoyed Pitch Black. Yeah. Really enjoyed Memeing on Chronicles. And Riddick yeah. was pretty good. Um, Fun times. So, yeah, if you guys want to recommend more movies, we have links to our social media in the description of this episode, as well as our email address if you'd like to formally submit. I don't yes. know why you you don't have to. We don't. It doesn't make a difference to us. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, if you do. anymore, I don't know. <laughs> is, is anyone? But anyway, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Thanks for 2K downloads, baby. Thank you so much. Very excited. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we look forward to doing some more of this. Sounds good. So hit us with your recommendations. Talk to us about lore, et cetera, et cetera. Richard B. Riddick, hold your breath. Howdy, y'all. This is Terran, a.k.a. The Bad. Thank you for tuning in to our new program. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't get dysentery. Now, everybody pretend that I rode off into the sunset. Bye now. <laughs>